Today, we are tapping into uncensored. Into the uncensored woman, into what it means to be uncensored, into this uncensored community, and hearing about how it all began. Hearing about the story of becoming the uncensored woman. And so I want you just to be and sit and listen and take it all in and come on this journey with me as we navigate the world together, as we truly come home to ourselves and we remember who the hell we are and we become the uncensored women together. So take a listen to today's episode. I love you guys so much. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Uncensored Podcast. My name is Dr. Guinevere Stacio, and I cannot tell you how excited I am for this Uncensored Podcast to finally be here. This has been a dream. This has been something on my mind for years, quite honestly, and uh, it's finally here. And I'm really excited to get to bring it to you and to connect with you and to create this community together where we get to become the Uncensored Women. So I want to share with you today a little bit about where the Uncensored Woman podcast came from, why I feel like this is so important for women to step into. And to do that, I kind of have to share a little bit of a backstory. So for those of you that know this story, play along. Sometimes you hear uh, a little, you know, a, a new fact or a new tidbit of information that you hadn't heard before. But for those of you who are new to my world, I want to share a little bit of, of, of my story with you so that you can understand where this came from. So as I was growing up, I checked a lot of boxes. I spent a lot of my time checking boxes. In fact, I, I believed that this was the way to success. I went to high school, went to college. From there, I thought college to grad school. From there, I bought a house. I got married. I got a job. And it really wasn't until I found myself in my first job that I really started to kind of question where I was. It was like it was like I blinked and I was in a job. I'm like, where, what, what happened? Like, how did I get here? You know? And a year and a half into my first job, I just started to feel like something was missing. I started to feel like there was something else out there. And what I did was I, I looked for another position. I looked for a, another place for me to work in the same line of work. I'm a, a doctor of audiology, which um, is the study of the frequency of sound. So I did hearing tests on adults and children. I fit hearing aids um, all, all down the line of hearing. Okay, the world of hearing <laughs> is my world. That's what I went to school for um, for eight years to become a doctor in. So I got another job. And this is a totally different scenario. And I worked at this job for about three years. And in three years, I really, again, started to find myself questioning, like, something's missing. It just feels like, I don't know, something's missing. I, I, I need 
I need to to search for what I feel is missing. And so at this point, I had been uh, divorced because I I had realized like this, that's a podcast, like a whole other podcast to talk about relationships and we'll go there for sure. Um, but I had realized that I wasn't happy in my marriage and I had gotten married just because I thought that it was the next best thing to do. And I I didn't truly believe that there was someone else out there for me. I thought, why give this up? It's good enough. Why give this up? Well, let's just get married. Well, spoiler alert, that's not the way the world works. Um, and and you certainly don't own your power when you commit to things from that stance. So at this point, I was divorced and living with uh, my boyfriend, I guess at that time. And I was five months pregnant. No, let me think about that. No, we were married. Okay, so I was remarried and I was five months pregnant. Definitely got pregnant after we got married. Okay, five months pregnant. I found this job that was what I considered to be the dream job. I had my own office or I would have my own office if I, if I could get this job. Um, I would have four days of work. I would have a full day off in the, in the middle of the week. I had insurance. Um, we had, it was a great office, an established office. And so when I interviewed for this job, you know, I wasn't really sure that I was going to get hired because I was five months pregnant. So I really like made it a stance to show people that I really was pregnant because I knew that they couldn't ask me in the interview. Anyway, long story short, um, I did get the job and (laughs) I worked at the job for a couple of months, obviously, before I had to go on maternity leave. Everybody knew that that was going to happen. And it was about a week before I was returning from maternity leave to work that my boss had called me and told me he was reducing my salary because he couldn't afford to pay me what I had been making prior to that. Now, for those of you who are like, how is that even possible? What had happened was the position that I held, the office was part of a hospital when I had gone out on maternity leave. And when I came back from maternity leave, they had left the hospital and gone out on their own in a private practice. So legalities, right? Totally fine. Um, Absolutely possible. Not illegal in that way for me to come back on uh, in this different position. And when I got back to work, I had this realization. Okay, I remember that day, like the pit in my stomach when I had to show up at work because I, I didn't know what else to do but, but to say like, okay, I'll see you in a week. <laughs> see you in a week. I'll, I'll be at work because I have to be at work because now I have a newborn baby and we're putting her in daycare and I, we don't have other options. So I show up at work and I begged for my job. I begged for that money back. And it was a no. And what I realized in, I don't know if it was that day or a couple of days after that, but what I realized in that time was that I had been living my whole life helping other people achieve their dreams and I had never checked in with myself. I had never asked myself what I desired. I just was following this checklist, like life's checklist, right? This is just what you do. You graduate high school, you go to college, maybe you go to grad school. Maybe you don't. Then you get a job. Then you get married. La, 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 I checked all the boxes. But I was finding myself in a position where I, I wasn't happy. Something was missing. And so I started to really look into who I was and what I valued and what I wanted. And this set me on a path to entrepreneurship, which was the best thing that ever happened to me, like the best thing that ever happened to me. And... It took me 
It took me three years. And what I was able to do over those three years is I was able to match the income that I was making in the office so that I could leave the office and come home and work for myself. And what I thought was going to happen is that everything would be great and my income would keep growing and things would just blast off. But I found myself up against a dwindling income. And what I thought was going to happen was definitely not happening. And I I really had to do some soul searching. What I realized is that what I had taken with me, what I had learned through life in the checkboxes, right, of, of running after the success in corporate, checking boxes and just doing what I was told or what I was supposed to do, what I accidentally did was I took that with me on, into entrepreneurship. And so even though I was successful in creating an income in the first couple of years, I found myself up against a brick wall. I found myself sick with adrenal fatigue because I had worked myself to the bone to get there. I hustled, hustled, hustled. And I, I made myself sick. And what I realized is that I was taking only what I knew and bring it into entrepreneurship and that wasn't going to work. It wasn't going to get me any further. And so I started the self-exploration journey. I started figuring out who I was. I started really to peel back the layers upon layers upon layers upon layers, right? To truly dive into my heart so that I could start showing up authentically as myself. Now, if you had asked me in those years, I thought I was showing up authentically as myself, but there was so much more layer <laughs> to pull back for me to finally, truly step into my magic, for me to become the uncensored woman. And so here is how I got here to the Uncensored podcast, right? Hey guys, it's Gwen. And I just wanted to stop for a minute here and just thank you for listening to the first episode of the podcast. I'm feeling so excited to bring this to you and share with you insights and lessons and wisdom, not only from me and the things that I've learned on this journey, but from so many people who get to share with us how they've navigated to becoming the uncensored woman in life. But what I really want to share with you here is an opportunity, an opportunity to join us in Sedona, Arizona, May 3rd through the 7th. I'm hosting a retreat. I'm co-hosting a retreat, a retreat with uh, my sister and the beautiful Dana Hacker. And we are hosting a retreat called Nourish. And this retreat is for the woman who is ready to remove herself from the hustle and the bustle, to really come home to her body and learn what it feels like to knowingly trust, to have full out confidence in who she is and what she's here to do to nourish herself from the inside out. And the way that we get to learn to do that is when we support you at this retreat, nourishing you. We've provided beautiful mountainside accommodations in the Red Rocks of Sedona. And we have a private chef arriving and, and cooking for us breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We also have nourishing, soul-loving 
activations and activities that we are going to take this small intimate group of women together. So I'm inviting you to reach out to me, to send me a message. In fact, you can just hop on over to the website, which I'll leave in the show notes for you, but it's guineverestacio.com slash nourish. And there you'll find the details for our retreat. We have just a few spots left and I would love for you to join us. So if that feels aligned and that feels exciting to you, definitely reach out, check out the website and let's go. Let's make some moves. All right, back to the show. Because what, to me, being uncensored means is that we're living here in the present moment. Instead of looking at the past and making decisions based off of what may have happened before, instead of making decisions off of past history and stories and and staying in the past and letting that stop us from moving forward. The uncensored woman lives in the present moment. She lives in the now without worrying about what's happened before. She lives in the unknown. Because in the present moment, we don't know. We don't have a crystal ball. We, We can't read our future, right? We don't know what's going to happen. The uncensored woman focuses on showing up truly as she is in her purest energy with all of her skills. I like to call it our uh, our little fanny pack of magic that we have all collected along the way. We've all collected these tools and these skills and these lessons that we get to alchemize, to transform into something more powerful, into something that helps us in our current time. We refine, we extract these lessons, and we create good from them. Not only for ourselves, but by us showing up as the uncensored woman and learning from those experiences. When we show up as our full self in our magic, we're giving permission to other women to also do the same. That is the definition of the uncensored woman. Knowing that she leads herself so that other women can have permission to lead themselves too. It has been a journey. And it's been, you know, every journey has ups and downs and there have been ups and there have been downs and there have been many times where I found myself crying in my bathtub, you know, wondering, how is this going to work out? Worrying about money. And all of those were lessons for me to take into my current life so that I could alchemize them into something better. And I love that we get to be here together and experience that together. I love that we all, we all, the most important thing I want you to hear me say is that we all have here in our hearts, in our souls. And we all have the opportunity to fully step into our power because I will tell you what the magic that happens when a woman owns her power when one woman owns her power 
the ripple effect that that creates throughout the world is endless. It's infinite. And all it takes is one woman. So if I can be that one woman for another woman, and then that woman can be that woman, one woman for another woman, watch what happens in our world. Watch what happens in our world. Women for so long have been made to believe that we can't be as strong as men. We can't be good with money. We're not good with the finances, right? We've, we've been put in this box. And I think sometimes we don't realize that by our actions, we are keeping ourselves small. We're keeping ourselves in the box. And so this podcast for me represents an opportunity for us all to step outside of this restriction where the sky isn't even the limit, where we get to create a life that is an absolute turn on because we can. Because we can. And in here, in this podcast, we're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about entrepreneurship. We're going to talk about being a woman entrepreneur. We're going to talk about personal power. We're going to talk about our magic. We're going to talk about how to lead yourself. We're going to talk about activations, embodiment. We're going to have solo sessions and guest sessions. And what I want this experience to be for you, and I want this podcast to be an experience, I want you to feel activated by every session that we have. I want you to feel like you took this nugget of information out of an episode, and you can go apply it in your life right now. Because it's these little teeny tiny tangible steps that we take towards creating a future, or actually creating the present moment that we want. And I think that we've been told that it's not okay to to desire something different. And I want to tell you that it is okay to desire. It's okay to desire more money in your life. There's nothing wrong with that. Because more money means more impact, right? It, it, it could mean so many things, so many opportunities for you. It's okay to desire success. It's okay to desire a home wherever you want. Whether it's in the jungles of Costa Rica or the backwoods of New Hampshire. It's okay to desire. As long as we have gratitude for where we are right now as well, right? If you can find gratitude in your every moment of every day, you will create a life of abundance. And we're going to talk about that a lot here on this podcast. So, Becoming the uncensored woman means living in the present moment, showing up authentically as you, leading with your magic, owning your power, and going out in the world as your authentic self every single day. I'm so excited to begin this journey with you if you're new. 
to doing life with me or to continue this journey with you if you have been with me before in coaching or programs or any of the areas where we could have done life together so far. Sisterhood, friendships, masterminds. I'm excited to continue this conversation with you and take it to places that I don't even know what's possible. Like I said, the sky is not even the limit. We have the opportunity to become the rocket ship. So I cannot wait to expand with you. I cannot wait to grow with you. I want to thank you for being here. And I will leave you with a question that I think will be helpful for you to ask yourself. What does becoming the uncensored woman mean to you? And I want you to really think about that. I want you to not grab onto anything I said about what becoming the uncensored woman means to me. I want you to really feel into your body. When you say the word uncensored, what does that mean to you? And I don't want you to have any, like I want you to write down the first thing that comes to mind, whether it's words, whether it's sentences, whether it's a picture. The first thing that comes to mind is your, your truest expression. Don't stop yourself from thinking, well, I don't think that's the right answer, or well, that's not what Gwen would say, or someone's going to judge me for that answer. No, this is your definition of becoming the uncensored woman. And I would love to know what that means to you. I love you guys. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to today's uncensored podcast episode. Listen, I know, I know you're busy. I know the world is busy. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for coming here and tuning in to this podcast. It truly means the world to me that you took the time out of your day to listen my hope with every episode is that you are activated, you are motivated, you are inspired to take just one more step, one action step closer to becoming the uncensored woman. So I'll leave you with a self-reflection question of what can I do today to take one step, just one step, to becoming the uncensored version of myself. Because the world needs your magic. The world needs your light. You were born to shine. And I'm excited to do it alongside you. I love you so much. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next episode.